0: All right, all right, all right. What up, KK? We live. (laughs) You listening to
1: the Fairweather Podcast? It's your boy Two K Suave. I'm joined with Alex Rodriguez. I'm joined with Sammy. And Vic is somewhere out in space. Um, uh, I guess. I guess uh, he's a little sad about uh, Nick Saban, so he poured water on his on his on his computer. So he didn't have to talk about about. uh, He don't give a piss about nothing but the time, baby.
2: (laughs) Don't give a piss about none but the time.
1: What's up, y'all?
2: What up? It's a crazy day for sports, that's for sure. A lot to talk about today. I'm excited. Whole bunch of shit went down.
1: I'm mad. I feel like they're trying to take away my my shine. All the shit that happened in sports today. Let me let me let me just start the show real quick, man. Look. When I, I was born. I was born overseas in London, England, right? I moved uh, to uh, Detroit, Michigan, when I was at the age of two. I'm basically a twenty-one savage of Detroit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm young. Whatever, whatever. I'm learning that I like sports, or whatever. And the first team that I ever identify with that I could, I could, could kind of like attach myself to was the University of Michigan Wolverines. Um, Basically, when you live in Michigan, you need to make a choice. between Michigan and Michigan State, kind of like, I guess that's how it is when you Floridians, right? Like Florida, Florida State type of thing, right? I chose Michigan. uh, And also, um, I'm a huge X-Men fan, and Wolverine was like my favorite X-Men. So, it literally just kind of lined up together. And, you you know, I've watched this team for years and years and years, and um, you know, we, you know, we get close to the promised land and, you know, we have all these, you know, all time leading wins and all that stuff. But I've yet to feel that 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 feeling of, wow, I'm a champion. Right. The last time we had that feeling was 1997. You know, I got you know, I got magazines for everything. You know, what I'm saying. And that was when uh, uh, Tom Brady was a member of that football team. And, Super and sticky. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, for this to, for this to happen in 2024, uh it's off to a great start. Uh, I just want to say, go blue! Uh The um the NCAA and the Big Tech can kiss my ass. Uh, they, they they've been trying to get after my dog for too long. And he said, watch this! And, and you know, the whole crew, Blake Corum, mm-hmm. J.J. McCarthy. You know, I'm uh, you know, I, uh, God, I love this team, bro. I am so proud of the, of these kids, man, and you know for what they accomplished. So. I just want to kick it off with that. Uh, while I still have a little bit of the limelight as a Michigan fan. Now we can take it away the rest of the sports world. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit, y'all. What the hell's going on today? <laughs> Let's just jump into some wacky shit. Hey, Ron, what you got?
2: Um shit, I didn't come prepared for that. Come back to me. I got you.
1: I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go real quick. I'm gonna go real quick. Um Damn, I already forgot my... Look, look at me. You, you, I, got, I got on my soapbox like about You like me to go? <laughs> yeah, you go, Sammy. You got it, Sammy.
0: All right. I'll bring it up. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it soccer like I have been. I know last week I went a little bit different. This this time, I'm, I want to talk about Girona FC continuing their absolute crazy season right now. They're going to be the Leicester City of La Liga of this year. Um, they've won four of the last five. They won again Saturday. They beat Atletico Madrid last Wednesday. So... If you're not aware, they're currently in second place, seven points above Barcelona and tied with points with Real Madrid. So pretty much incredible. They've only been four seasons ever in their entire existence of a soccer team. They've only been in La Liga for four seasons and not even consecutively. So oh, this is absolute history that's going on right now. So,
1: Okay. I like that. that, that is, that's, a, that's a good stat right there. What you got here, Rod? I know you're Maybe.
2: ready. Yeah, maybe, maybe for me, maybe I just am unaware to this, but in college football, can two players on offense and defense have the same number? Is that doable? Yes. I had no idea about that. It's like that's like the only sport what I rock? <laughs> rock what rock have you lived under for all these years? A long time. I told you, I don't watch college football like that. <laughs> I didn't know an offensive player and a defensive player could have the same number. Because I was like, damn, Corum's playing DB for Michigan during the game. And I was like, that's not Corum. <laughs>
1: That is amazing. Wow. That, that, is, that is impressive. That is sensational. That is
2: sensational because you did not know that. I really did not know that. You learn something new every day. So, For me, a couple
1: of things. Um, the, the ones that I remember, I just want to give a huge shout out to James Weston. Um, that's my dog, bro. I'm riding down for whatever, whatever. Everything that, that happened on, on that game well, with that extra touchdown and everything like that. Normally, I agree. Every you know, I agree a lot with what Shannon Sharp said, but Shannon Sharp needs to shut the hell up. Brad. Like, I'm, I'm I am proud of Jameis Winston. Uh, his whole team clearly has his back. Shout out to Jameis Winston. So that's one thing. Um, and then also uh, with the um, breaking news, Nick Saban. Uh, and we might as well just transition into that because it's going to be part of my wacky story. Uh, but yeah, Nick. Okay, Saban wait. Was tired, before so. you say
0: that, I wanted to oh, ask you. No. I wanted to ask yeah. you. Did you check out your Nigerian boys showing up to the Ivory Coast? It, to the African Cup, how swagged out they all looked! You know what? I did not see but that swagged out. That. <laughs> right? Where, where like, was that? was looked, that today? Yeah, they just today they arrived. Okay, I, I'm. A, I'll, I'll peek that. I said that. I said this. So look, whenever you get a chance, okay, I'll, I'll take a look. I'll take a look. Ask Ron. No, they but, look good. They look good.
1: I, like I said, I'm gonna need <laughs> you. I'm gonna need you to, you know, like put. You need to like guide me back into into into, into Nigerian soccer. starts Saturday. Okay? It starts Saturday, man. Sheesh, bro, I'm, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm feeling good this year. 2024 might be my year, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're Michigan to kick shit off, and then, um, you know, I, I think this is going to be a good year, so, uh, but yeah, hey, real quick. And, Sorry. You know, so, we're hopping into Nick Saban, right? Pause. Uh, Nick Saban retired today out of nowhere. Uh, crazy, right? I, know, I don't know if anybody saw this coming. I don't think this was even, um, you know, remotely discussed on the airwaves over the last couple of days, weeks, or whatever, but... I would like to say my wacky crazy funny stat for for Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh to my my alma mater and then my my childhood team uh USF, mm-hmm. let me I'll read this exactly. Yeah. USF will officially be the last team to hold a Nick Saban coach team under 20 points in a game. That the University of South Florida is the last team to hold Nick Saban under 20 points. That was in September,
2: right? Jeopardy question.
1: And then the last team to beat Nick Saban is the University of Michigan. Yo, this is the greatest day of my life, bro. Like, we retired Nick Saban, I mean, twice this year. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I, I just got to give a huge shout-out to University of South Florida Go Bulls and, of course, the University of Michigan. I am so proud. But, yeah, thoughts? Uh, I wish we had I wish we had uh, Vic on the show for this uh, for this quick Nick Saban uh, talk because we got to talk about the championship game of course but might as well just get this Nick Saban news out the way because holy shit, uh, Eric what was your first impression when you saw that?
2: Shocked man I didn't I didn't think he was gonna hang it up just yet uh, but I could see how it's going. I always feel like the NCAA has like a vendetta against him that he wins too much so they don't want to let him back in the ship but he got everything to be in there for the uh, the final the final four teams to be in it. Um, I just think maybe thinking of a 12 game playoff maybe a little bit too hectic, crazy for him. Maybe I don't know, um, but you well, have seen. I think, seen it's, little, I I think it's more
1: than that. I think it's the NIL and all this crazy
2: shit. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's know. that too. But you saw a lot of players today decommit to Alabama too, as well, as soon as they heard that he left. So that's that's the Nick Saban effect. You want to go play for that guy, and he surpassed Bear Bryant right for most wins, most national championships, or they're tied.
1: I think national championships, yes.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, six with, um, with Bama, one with LSU. I think Bear Bryant
2: yeah. has six. Yeah. So congrats to him for that. Congrats on a crazy, like, career. I mean, trying to make that transition to the NFL. Remember, that didn't work so well with the Dolphins. Um, <clears throat> but as soon as he got right back to college football and went to Alabama, Alabama became a powerhouse all over again. Uh, great recruiter. Great coach, speaks well. Um, I know he had his hiccups a couple times with saying some things that were dumb, like about Dion and uh, the NIL deal and stuff. But always has his players' backs, so, and I and I always lo- appreciate him for that. So it's it's going to be tough to see somebody else coaching Alabama. That's for sure.
1: I have an idea who's going to be coaching next, but I'll, I'll, let me get your thoughts real quick, Sammy.
0: Honestly, I wasn't super shocked. Um, I I, I noticed that this was an Alabama team, and we've talked about it on air, where it just didn't impress me. And I think Nick Saban's one of those people that is very mm-hmm. kind of like the, the Tom Brady, like those perfectionists, where it's like, if things aren't 100%, that means uh-huh. I'm not 100%. So I got to hang it up. So I think it all pointed, at least to me, it looked like it was heading in that direction, whether it be this year or next year, he was going to retire.
1: Did you think so suddenly, though?
0: No, that part did surprise okay. me. So suddenly, okay. yes. Um, but him retiring kind of at this stage, I didn't, just because, like I said, I, the team just looked off to me. Like, I, it's not, I, I've watched college football a long time, and even when, wow. when they struggle, like, they still look so dominant. This year, even when, like, I don't know, they just didn't look dominant to me. They looked like they lucked into a lot of wins. It just looked like a team, and it just seemed like he just, I don't know, he lost something, you know, and maybe he noticed that.
1: <clears throat> the I think, you know, the the rest of the NCAA basically just caught up. You know what I mean? Like, we talked about it uh, briefly last week about, you know whether or not you know actually really got it right with the college football playoffs and and i talked you know we met we talked about like you know parity like there's a lot more and i still think so even though we beat the dog shit out of washington let's go uh this there's, there's a lot more parity uh in college football now uh, on the basis that not everyone not every five star is going to alabama and georgia and then lsu get a couple like it's all it's not all going into the same five programs like starting to go to different places and and then on the flip side teams that are not able to put all the money in and do what they got to do uh as far as like you know collectives and nil um are just coached well like i you know and and um i mean you know not to my, own, my my michigan wolverine's horn and and, and i guess it's a good time uh, just transition to transition to uh michigan the biggest thing to me is like we it's not like uh University of michigan has a bunch of five stars on the field you know it's it's they're built in the trenches um, on offensive and defensive line uh, and they run the football well and they're well coached. Like if you look at, you know, the players on the team, it's, you know, it's a bunch of three and four stars now we haven't had like a top 10 recruiting class in some time. Obviously JJ McCarthy was a five-star, but, and, and, but we're not even asking him to do that much. So if you're not going to be able to be able to like, you know, click the way they galvanized around, uh, uh, around Harbaugh, that, that was because they loved their coach so much. So it's either, you you go the route where you get paid and you know the money look good and you know you go into these you know you, you, your your faces on a billboard of Wendy's or whatever and you might go that direction or you go to the direction where you just be a well coached team man. um, you know it's, it's just you know we're we're in an age of college football where it's like it's a lot of shit that's changing right now it's just right before our eyes you know literally this is the last year of fourteen playoffs just ten years ago. The idea of a playoff was like, whoa! I cannot believe this is happening. Like you see, we had the BCS and all that stuff. And that was literally just what 10, 11 years ago, something like that. So um, it's 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 it's, uh, and then you see the the conference realignment with the Big Ten and the SEC, and we're basically we're basically seeing the beginning of the new college football as it probably separates itself from the NCAA um, into this world of just you know just. You know they may be like relegation and all this other kind of shit. So I think uh European soccer you gotta give you gotta give them credit, bro. Like they they really people realize that they've been doing it well for so many years. You see the NBA with the N season tournament uh you're starting to see some college football trying to you know figure some things out. So um uh, you know the NFL keeps going to Europe because they're trying to get that crowd. Like yo, we need we need to get y'all too. So they're doing things right over there and I think in college football uh, uh, whether or not it's being changed for the best or the worst or whatever, we're seeing the change. It's not going to be the same old shit that we're seeing every year, but I um, want to get to the game real quick. Um, uh, I'll start with you, A-Rod. Um, what, what did you think about the uh, uh, the uh, the football game that you watched on Monday night?
2: I mean, I loved it. I, I, wanted, I really wanted Michigan to win, and I wanted <clears throat> Penix to shine, too, but watching Penix play that game was so hard for me to watch because pause, but he... Uh, <laughs> Like his receivers had like stone hands, man. They couldn't catch shit that was thrown to him. And then <clears throat> when it was like time for him to shine, he was overthrowing or making bad plays and that O-line that they were talking about so much was just letting guys through, man. Um but shout outs to JJ McCarthy, shout outs to Edwards and and Corum, like two two running backs with 100 yards and and two touchdowns. That's that's wild.
1: Yeah, um, Dylan Edwards is, hes hes so explosive. Like whenever he, like those holes that he was able to run in uh, to get those touchdowns, they weren't even there. They weren't even there. Like he's—he's he's bouncing off of the uh, off of his tackle on the guard where he's supposed to go. Like you know, let me let me try this way and
2: forty-five yards later. I wanted I wanted Jim Harbaugh to get one so so long. I I felt bad for him. Um, I thought last year was gonna be it, but of course they lost to TCU and. It is what it is, but I feel like this year they ran it back pretty much with the same team um, and did a great job. It sucks Aiden Hutchinson wasn't there. Um, I know that's two years removed. He's, but, for
1: himself, huh? <laughs> yeah, he's doing fine for himself,
2: Yeah, he's doing fine for himself, but I was more I was more happy to see Quorum play because I know last year he was pivotal to that team in the running game. Um, and to see him just pick up right where he left off, like it's nobody's business, it's a muscle hamster.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Sammy, what you got? Um, I know you picked
1: Washington, by the way, with your little Pac-12 course, bullshit. But of course. What's poppin', slime?
0: I just have to give a lot of respect. I don't even... I, I, I want to 100% give respect to all the players, all the athletes that showed out. Because I thought, even though, yes, Michigan whooped that ass, I thought there were so many players on Washington that showed out, probably increased their stock value, especially a lot of those guys in the defense that probably got overlooked for other defensive players from more yeah. well-known schools, right? But... This, in my opinion, was nothing more than a coaching masterclass by Jim Harbaugh. I don't think it had anything to do with one side had more talent than the Mm -hmm. other. I just think all the looks, like you and I talked about, even with Alabama, the looks that he was showing Michael Penix, Penix looked lost, and I still think he's going to be okay, but that worries me for his NFL stock, the fact that he's getting shown these looks and he's a little bit more lost. Rushed his throws. There was a couple throws I thought he could have sat in there a little bit longer, but obviously I think... Because he twisted that ankle very early in the game, it kind of looked like he was he was a little bit shell-shocked, right? Like he, he was a little bit hampered. Um, he got stepped on a couple times by his old linemen um, just because they, they were just so overwhelmed with what Michigan was was showing, right? And they didn't know yeah. where the blitz was coming from. They didn't know where the pressure was going to come from. So they looked a little bit unprepared. And I, I give all the credit to Jim Harbaugh. Um, but but yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, that's all I got for that. <laughs>
1: Which and and that's and uh, I actually gained a lot of respect for Michael Penix. Um, I, you I he, too. He he got he got his ass beat. Like let's be let's just keep it hundred. Like that that dude limped off the field. And and whenever I see that with football players and they're still giving it, they're all in the fourth quarter. I just gained like, like, like you know that's what, that's how I felt about um, Deshaun Watson uh, Clemson when he played Alabama. I mean he was just getting he was getting rocked by Alabama the whole game and dude just kept going kept going and. Fourth quarter, he throws that little little pass, a Hunter run for to go to to to, to knock out uh, Nick Saban in the championship game, and obviously you know Penix wasn't able to win it. But and I just, remember, I told you last week, like my biggest fear was that Penix was going to be like Vince Young and just do some crazy shit, and the, it was there, it was there. Like there was opportunities for it to happen,
0: but realistically, the play calling, probably, the the Washington play calling is so yeah. mid. Like I'm like, dude, you you're yeah. not playing Oregon. You're playing in yeah. Washington. you got to bring <clears throat> them towards you. you got to th- – because the screens were working, and then they stopped. You know, yeah. and then they stopped running completely. So, anyway, it was a coaching masterclass. One side was stupid, and Jim Harbaugh was a genius. <laughs>
1: yeah. And, to, and, to, and on, on Michael Penix's case, this is good for him. Because at the end of the day, this is going, what you're going to be seeing in the NFL. Like, all that Pac-12 bullshit that you've been seeing – that's just not real, bro. Seventy to thirty-five is not a real, is not real football. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, so he's. I think this was like a good, you know, like rehearsal for him. Like, all right, now I see what I got to work on. Uh, you know, before the combine, before my pro day, and everything like that.
0: I still think he's gonna be a good pro. Um, and you know, th- th- he didn't. I. I don't. I know he threw a pick. I don't really yeah. count that as a pick because he was getting sat on as he was throwing the ball. So like but. overall, <laughs> overall, I thought he was like. He was very efficient. You know what I mean? Like he was yeah. making the right decisions and wasn't getting, you know, sucked into throwing into a bad play. It's just his decision making was a little bit slow for me. Yeah.
2: So and and, and he's yeah. a leader too. Like you saw him at halftime corral the team and sit in the middle and, and talk to them. So
1: that was before I, I the fourth quarter, like, actually. That was before the fourth quarter. Yeah. I don't and think
2: I, that, that made me nervous when I saw that. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me me too. Like, the, the game was neck and neck at, at halftime, and then it started to pull away. But watching those receiver, like, who's, who's the big receiver that they have? What's his name? Uh, yeah, I saw him drop, like, three passes that I was like, dude, that's, like, money for you. And then there's a crazy one that he does where that he ran down the right side and, and caught it. I was like, okay, you caught that, but you couldn't catch, like, a 15-yard screen that they just threw to you. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit frustrating to watch that. But I think in Michael Penning's case, I think he's going to be okay. Um, shame on NFL like scouts that see that and think that he will digress from that. I think getting that type of ass whooping and being a good leader and still having the heart to play and be out there, it's, it's not like Jalen Waddle. Where we knew he had that foot injury and he still wanted to go in and play. And we we're like, bro, you got to sit yeah, this one out. It's There's no way to play it's
1: not smart, Yeah, yeah you, can't,
2: you can't play that. You can't was, play that. I
1: remember that vividly. I was like, bro,
2: you need to get that <laughs> yeah, out. But for him to get up and keep playing, and you saw the pain that he was in. They were blitzing, blitzing, blitzing every freaking play in the third and fourth quarter and getting to him. And tip of the hat. And and Shane, I was showing a property out by Tampa Bay Tech. Shame on you Tampa Bay Tech for not putting anything out for that man. I didn't see like one con- uh, good luck Michael Pennick sign out there, nothing like that. Shame on you, man.
1: Day City stand up though. That's what that's what he said, right? Um how so I don't even you know I, you know, I don't know Tampa geography like that like you do. So did he grow up in Day City and then like moved cuz Tem- isn't Tampa Bay Tech like far like like closer to like where we at?
2: Temple Terrace. It's in Temple, Temple Terrace.
1: Terrace right? so like <laughs> but he, he I know he he said something about Day City. I got to I got to look at his history, but that's cool, though. that's cool. But um another spin-off from this game um is uh Jim Harbaugh. You know, the, obviously everything that he went through this year and the last few years honestly with you know, he's he's taken I mean the last couple of years he's taken interviews in the NFL. It's not like there's no it's the best kept secret, the best not kept secret. Like he's been he's going to entertain going going back to the NFL obviously. Um now, But now that he's he's gotten the job done, it seems a little bit more reasonable that, you know, maybe this is a good time for him to, to, to make that transition, especially just like Nick Saban leaving the sport. You know, you know a lot of these older coaches are like, you know what, Shit, maybe this is not for me anymore. Let, let these younger guys have it. Um, So as, as far as Jim, and hmm. this kind of just ties in with, you know, the NFL, because we're, you know, we're going to talk about the coaching carousel as well. So we might as well just mix this in. Uh, now, before we get to Super Wild Card, super wild card weekend, um, you know, Jim Harbaugh is on the market. He hired an agent a couple weeks ago. Um, I, I, forgot he, I forgot who that agent represents. He has represent a lot of different uh, coaches and players as well. But um, obviously, you know, there's some openings right now in the NFL. Um, you know, there's he, he has nothing left to prove in college anymore. He's he's clearly, you know, he's we he's for me. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm like the way I feel about Nick Foles, I don't, Nick Foles can do whatever he wants. I am forever ingratiating myself to Nick Foles because he brought me a Super Bowl. So and that's how I feel about Harbaugh. I'm like, thank you. I mean, I appreciate it. So he's, you know, he's on the market. Uh, I, I start with you, Sammy. Like, what, do you, what do you think? Um, what do you think is the best decision for him? And then what do you think? You, what do you think
0: he ends up doing? i gonna be 100% honest. I thought he shouldn't have left the NFL in the first place. When he did, uh, but that's besides. Like I thought he was pretty successful when he was. You heavy. know why the he came successful.
1: back? He came back to save the University of Michigan, and he did that. So I'm proud. Isn't it? Isn't that his alma mater? Yeah, he played quarterback. Yeah. 1992, yeah. Three, 4, shit like that. Yeah, he was there.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you if you look at the teams right now that are what with coaching vacancies, I mean. It, he's going to the nfl right like that that's his that's probably what he's going to end up doing what is his mm-hmm. best choice i'll be 100 honest i have no idea because if you look at the teams it's like ugh, you can go to chicago who looks like they have things that are set up for success for the future right he can reshape that entire organization um they didn't fight Iberfus but though. they didn't right but they didn't but they didn't <laughs> they didn't if, fire if they fight everybody else so, so,
2: if he if went to chicago everybody, and everybody got rid of girl. If he went to Chicago and got rid of Justin Fields, that's the most Michigan thing I've ever seen in my life, if that happens. Yeah, like you're
1: going to get this Ohio State. <laughs> well, <they're out>. <laughs> to Williams anyway, boy, so. boy, you got to get out of here, boy, boy. Like Ken <laughs> Williams said, Boy, boy, you got to get out of here.
0: <laughs> but yeah, you're looking at what? Tennessee, um...
2: Tennessee's, uh LA, the Chargers, Atlanta. I mean, Chargers. I swear to God, if Vegas doesn't keep Pierce. I will never forgive that franchise. They're smoking crack.
1: I will say the only person that the only reason why I wouldn't keep Pierce is if I can get Harbaugh. Like it's for like what he did in San Francisco, um, you know, in a very short time. What he did at Stanford in a very short time. To go back into the Bay. Oh, well, that's Las Vegas now. But like that sector of fanhood, right? I think is. I mean, in the, the the history of of the Raiders and. You know, he brought Michigan back to glory. Don't you think, you know, I would I – would, if I had to bring somebody back to glory, like think about the team we're talking about. The Chargers, there's never been no glory. But
0: he can create, <laughs> um, he can create new glory. Carolina
1: ain't been no glory. Uh, Washington, that, I mean, I, I don't know if I can call that glory. They had some years. This is the, the – the, the Raiders, that is a situation where, like, yo, if I, can, if I can win a Super Bowl for them, oh, it's a wrap. It, it's, like, you can't tell me nothing. And if I'm that's, – that's how I'm seeing it if I'm hardballed hardball because – he he seems to be the type of guy that wants to go fix the situation. He's not like Kevin Durant, where like, you know what, we're, we're <laughs> where, where's the talent that okay, I'm gonna go over there. It's, I'm gonna go where like, I wanna be the, the architect behind the whole thing. He wants to be the mastermind behind everything. And you look at that Raiders situation, you don't have a quarterback, so that that's a that's a shitty start. <laughs> um and, and, and that's why, like, when you look at the other ones, they have better quarterbacks. But Washington gets the second pick. So it's like,
0: it's hard, but... But how could you not look at the Chargers as so enticing from a talent perspective, right? Like... They poor. That's the so problem. so enticing. Because ownership sucks.
2: <laughs> yeah, and they pour. Like Justin poor
1: Herbert smoke. is good. It's, it's definitely good enough for me to want to take that interview. And... I need to figure out where, what they're going to allow me to do. How much rain? How much power I'm allowed to have? Um, you say, you know, like a computer. What? You say what?
2: Did you say RAM like a computer?
1: Nah, but I guess. But no, nah, I didn't say that. But <laughs> I would like to. I would like to just see like how much power do I have? Like what am I allowed to to do here? Because clearly the Chargers have been that team that's like damn, man, it's like, damn, they can just figure this shit out. It's like, oh, like the Phoenix Suns. Like, to me, the, the Phoenix Suns and the and the San Diego slash L.A. Chargers, because they need to go back to San Diego because they ain't got no fans. They need they, – they they're just – there's something that they've been missing for forever, right? And Justin Herbert, yeah, he's fantastic. But I don't know, man. I just – I feel that organization is cursed or I I don't, don't want to put that kind of hex on my dog like that. And what I heard, and I don't know if this is true or not, Uh, Do you think he's going to try not to be in the AFC and to go to the NFC so he doesn't have to, like, you know, face his brother in the regular season type of shit too much or anything like that? I've heard that before. I don't know if you guys have heard that.
2: I've heard a bunch of scenarios. I know they were alluding to his answer at the end of the game where he kind of, like, said that he's not leaving Michigan. But I fully do not believe that he's – like, at this point, what more do you have to do now? More – College football championships. Oh I mean, shit! There's no more Nick Saban.
1: He can be the next guy. That is true. Think about how we think about Nick Saban, right? We like we have so much. Like, damn, he is the. I mean, he is the alpha and omega in college football now, right? The the seat is open right now. It's like it's like the number one seat is there for the taking. And his only comp- who's his competition as far as college coaches? Lincoln Riley, they can't figure shit Alex out <laughs> Alex, yo,
2: we'll, we'll cross uh,
1: that bridge. We'll cross that bridge with him. Uh, but think about it. Who else in college football is really that? Like, when you actually think about it, I mean, what's his name in Georgia? Kirby? May, uh, Dabble, maybe. His little run. Oh, and I told you I have my theories uh, about uh, who's going to be the next coach in Alabama. I think Dabble Sweeney going to Alabama. I think Dabble Sweeney is going. I, that, that's been talked about for, like, six years now. Like, I heard this shit. A while ago, when Clemson was the shit, right? And he's a he's an Alabama uh, uh, alum, and they I've all, always heard the only team that he will leave Clemson to, to uh, leave Clemson for would be the Alabama. And Clemson is not the same Clemson anymore. They just had a quote unquote down year, even though somehow they were finished uh, ranked. But a yeah. down year, you know, they you know the transfer portal has been crazy. I think this would be the perfect opportunity for Dabo to be like. Yeah, let me go get that Bama job in and start afresh, you know, to, you know turn the page. Because I think, he, I mean, like, you know, we talk about like, you know, for,
2: you know, Harbaugh
1: with one, with one championship, it's like, what more does he need to prove?
2: Uh, uh, Him and the Oregon coach are the two leading candidates right now for that job is what they're putting it as. They, they got Dabo in there already? Yeah. But
1: that's, a, that is literally his job to lose. Like, I don't know if I could go on, on, on Hard Rock bet right now. Uh, uh plug hard rock bet uh just so you, if you guys want to sponsor us or whatever you know just saying you know, shout out to hard rock bet i'm doing i've been killing it with table tennis this week uh up until today table stop tennis it bad. bro stop
2: oh, bro. it hey hey
1: hey i've been killing it with table tennis. But anyway if i had to put money on it oh yeah i'm, I'm pushing the chips in i just double sweeney's job if he wants it so i'm gonna leave it there but as you know, before we get to the wildcard weekend with these, you know, you know, with the changing of the guard in, in uh, the NFL, as far as coaches,
2: Pete Carroll
1: um, mutually um, agreed.
2: Staying, that, but staying, but staying yeah, with he's the
1: still upstairs. Kind of like what Bruce Arians did. Like, yeah, I'm just going to get off the sideline and go into the office, basically. Right. Because like Bruce Arians is still a member of the Tampa Bay Bucs, just from a special um, executive or whatever type of position. So he's going upstairs. I mean, he's 74 years old. Like, come on, bro. Like, why are you on the field? Even though he still acts young, he's like the, in dude, the best
2: shape of you know, I've ever seen, seen, seen. has an arm.
1: <laughs> he's like he, hes a dog. So I got to give him credit for that. But he's going upstairs. Pete Carroll's uh, is uh, is out as far as head coach. Mike Vrabel. That organization don't know what the hell they're doing. Like Tennessee. You want talking talk about coaching uh coaching jobs? I don't want Tennessee. I don't, I don't know. All right, Sammy. What, what's the worst job right now? Be honest. The Patriots or the Tennessee job?
2: Patriots are still
1: not- Patriots. Well, let's let's go with the assumption that you know, no. you know, they have like a same, you know, like a mutual agreement for Bill Belichick go upstairs and do something. Or
2: I say we don't play that game, and I say we stick to the seven teams right now that have vacancies, because that's going to be a whole nother whirlwind of shit we get to talk about when it, when and if it happens.
1: You're right, you're right. So. Well, so Sammy, looking at the the um the, the Titans' job, right? First of all, what's your take on that? Because that shit that shit makes no sense. And now, uh, Derek Henry basically made it clear, like, yeah, it was a it's been a pleasure, guys. And now you got you got Traylon Burks, uh, Will Levis eating mayonnaise and, and bananas or whatever, and uh, that is your roster. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what what's your take on on, on that situation?
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they fully, fully underachieved, right? This is a team that we came in looking at them as potentially winning the division or at least competing for the division, and they underachieved, right? But, I mean, kudos to the Texans. Kudos to the Texans for for taking over, you know? Um,
1: well, DJ Stroud is about to cost people jobs yeah. in, the, in the South, I mean, bro.
0: <laughs> but, but, I mean, it's something, like, I'm sure you guys have talked about, Vic and I had talked about last year. It's just, like, you know, the biggest weakness – that I see with the Tennessee Titans is with teams that are obviously in the bottom of the barrels, they don't have a quarterback, right? There's only so far you can get with the quarterback situation that they had. And honestly, yeah. I think he, he really like, what is that? He he yeah. juiced that for as much, he got as much juice out of that, uh out of that thing or as much as you could squeeze out of the Tennessee well, Titans. Yeah. Like two years ago. Right. So you got to give him that credit. And that kind of does suck that the situation happened the way it did. <clears throat> I still think he's going to be a good coach, right? Because like well, I said, Look at look at what he did with what he had. Um, granted, yeah. he had great you know weapons around, um, but to be able to um, be as successful as he was for the last two seasons before this year, with the lack of a true number one quarterback, it's pretty admirable in my opinion.
1: And they took AJ Brown from him. And you remember his face when that happened? He was like, "You got to be fucking kidding me, dog. No. Like, y'all! About to take my y'all about to take AJ Brown from me? What do you want me to do? <laughs> like, what do you want me
0: to do?" So. Oh, yeah,
1: continue,
0: continue. No, no, that's it. That's all I got. <clears throat>
2: what you got, you uh, it's, it's messy, man. Like, you, you can't get rid of a coach like that. I, I feel like when Derrick Henry said his goodbye, uh, I think we all knew. I, I had, like, a feeling that they may even move on from Mike Rayball, too. I, I felt like it was going to be a clean, a clean house of everything that they're going to do in that organization. I them. just don't get it. I just I don't get it because – Like Sammy said, we talk about them every year as being the winner of the division or at least contending in it. And shit, we do the pick'em leagues or the pick'em games, which I won, by the way. Um, And (laughs) yeah, yeah, the two-point bullshit. I just say I won nine points on the whole year. So Um, they, we pick them frequently. We're like these guys, like, can survive a nuclear holocaust. The Titans find a way to win games all the time. They're they're the craftiest team at doing that. And what every time we pick against them, they find a way to win. So I'm not alluding to that being the reason why, but they've put together pieces that make sense. And then just this season alone and beginning of last, they started to dismantle it. They got rid of AJ Brown. They got rid of the uh, uh buyer, they sent him to you. Yeah, didn't the uh, they Eagles got... steal
0: Biart from him?
2: <laughs> yeah. And we've yeah. got Julio Jones too, who was also there a couple years
0: yeah.
2: ago. <laughs> yeah. They they've been dismantling pieces as it's been going on. And I feel like Mike Vrabel has put on the best. All right, I'm gonna try and win with the dog shit I got and go out there. And it's it's just showing that it's it's not it's it's no good. I, I would rather coach the Bears than coach the the Titans right now. I feel like even though the Bears are
1: Chicago, I don't know, bro. <laughs>
2: in question no because they're enticing with the first round pick and an an eighth pick and even if you keep justin fields there's something enticing there still if you get the right guy to go in there but i feel like in tennessee yeah big pause um but i feel like if you go into tennessee pause again and you're going to take that job it's it's going to take some time it's going to be like the Jaguars of how shitty they were for so long and it had to build up and build up and build up and finally become a good team again. Like it's it's gonna be like that. So and now they trash again. <laughs> yeah, I I the Florida teams, man. Like Listen, I, I called it with the Dolphins and I called it with the Jags.
1: I have so much res- like how I got even more respect for Mike Vrabel, they had nothing to play for in week in week eighteen. And Jacksonville had everything to play for. And they watched that team. ass. And they, they
0: said, nah, bro, I ain't making See, no
1: playoffs. And Not the, boys,
0: the boys loved him, you know? So it wasn't exactly. like the team didn't buy into him, you know?
1: Exactly. Exactly. And that's how you know you have a good coach. Because, like, the Chargers situation.
0: We saw what they did to um,
1: on that Thursday night football game against the Raiders when they clearly let you know. We do not mess with you, Brandon Staley. Please get the hell out of here. We're going to lay down and let them do whatever they want. Pause. So, uh, you know, for, for Mike Braybould to – and he's a player. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the reason why they love uh, your boys in, the, in Detroit Pierce. right. It's a player. Like they, they, I they just – they ha, they know. Like, they, they can feel it with him. Like, yeah, he, he gets us. Like, he's not – not he's not a guy They're with
2: a – They've been in a locker room like this before. Yeah. They're not sitting at home – you know with a with a fucking cookie cutter lifestyle like these guys they've been in the NFL they've been through the through the freaking the trenches with the team yeah. like these guys that just you know whatever maybe the they Duke, play quarterback in high school or something Do
1: play linebacker and has more touchdowns than anybody who more who receiving than anybody in Tennessee right now. That that's how you know that that, that team was bad and he still may do he may do what he could do, right? And, and you gotta give him a lot of credit for that. But um uh sammy i had a question for you uh before we get to super wild card weekend because um we have a big weekend ahead of us in, in the nfl um uh, i was looking at, at a trend real quick uh pete carroll is considered to be like more of a defensive coach mike Vrabel is considered to be more like a defensive coach ron rivera is considered to be a different defensive coach brandon staley is a defensive coach um arthur smith i don't know what he is
0: yeah. <laughs> but,
1: he got he he got fired. And technically, Eberflus is a defensive coach, too. But they say, you know, we'll, we'll hold on to him. But do you think, you know, we're talking about the change in college football where, like, it's just getting younger coaches and that that understand, like, how to spread the offense in college football. Do you think um, the, the NFL is looking at it like, yeah, it's time for us to kind of adapt to that? open up the field and then let's, and let's, uh, let's aerate and whatever, whatever. Do you think that has like anything to do with it?
0: Yeah, I, I think a little bit does. I, I think it more has to do with the understanding of creating a group of individuals that know the talent of speed, right? Like, cause that's kind of where the league is going to, I don't necessarily think it it's just defensive or whatever, that type of coach, but I think coincidentally, we're seeing it's more geared towards offensive players But if it's more geared towards offensive players, we're actually looking at one of the years where we've had the lowest scoring games of pretty much, you know, in in a long time, right. And at least least a decade. Um, So it's not like the offenses have been absolutely tremendous. I mean, the best ones have been better than the best ones of the past, but overall across the board, it's, it's been kind of mid. Um, But yes, you are looking at people that are, are newer coaches looking at players from a different perspective than what maybe some of these older coaches where they're looking at more bigger players, right? Like they want to cover more ground. Now we want, you want quick, right? You want fast. If you don't have a fast linebacker, you're cooked. If you, if your quarterbacks aren't big and fast, you're absolutely cooked by a tight end, you know? So it, you're just looking for a lot of those people that can spot those hybrid athlete, a- athlete roles. At least that's what I've seen. And I was actually going to ask that similar question of like, are you guys happy with, the NFL product this year? Because I don't think I am, to be honest. What makes you say that? I just, I, I think, first of all, you there's no predictive. Like, there's you can't predict the game, right? Like, the good teams are still shit, and the bad teams could beat the good teams on any given Sunday. I know there's the any given Sunday, right? Like, I get that, but there's no chance in hell that, like, uh, that the Arizona Cardinals should beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Sorry, that was the first one that came to my head. I'm not trying to throw shots no, no, at you. No, no, no. But You're like, absolutely right. You get You're I mean? absolutely right. Like that yeah. shouldn't happen. And and that's only one example. There's plenty throughout the season. Right. But that's just because obviously that was the most recent. And I, I just I don't know. I don't know if it's the lack of discipline in coaching. Right. Because you sacrifice discipline when your coaches are younger. Right. Yeah. So you see more inconsistencies. Yeah. You see cooler plays, but there's a lot more inconsistency with the discipline of the players. You're getting way more penalties. I think part of that also has to do with the refs, right? The refs are getting a lot more involved.
1: I think the refs have been tr- where were horrible this year. Yeah. I, I think I, that might have a lot to do Put with some
0: it. Some of the calls, you look at it, you're like, dude, what the fuck are you moving for? You know what I mean? Like- <laughs> I
1: understand. I understand, but I do think that this was a this was a bad representation of, of officiating in the NFL this year, uh, from my perspective at least. So uh, I think that might that might have played a little bit of a part, and also like. The rules I wouldn't say the, the rules are changing, but the way the game is called is changing a lot. hundred like, percent. After um, what's his name got called for offside there is Tony, it's like all of a sudden everyone lines up off sides now? Like this is like they never called this shit before. It's just I feel like they the the just the way that they look they're looking at the game. And let man. me
0: ask you this. Yeah. Do you think that the compounding now, how many years have we had this seventeen game season?
1: The third or fourth?
0: Right. So that's their second.
1: No, I think it's the third. I
0: think think it's at least the the third. Yeah, it's the third. So we're looking at at least, what, three extra games these guys have played on top of the playoffs that they're also playing. So is that also part of it? Because like you mentioned, halfway through the year, we've seen more quarterbacks play quarterback this year than we've ever seen in one season. Yeah and it's a lot of wear and tear right for these the, the main star of your you know and, and not to mention you're playing more games but these guys are throwing more too right per game
1: naturally. Yeah. so that means you're playing more plays per game too correct All right. I, i'm going to give you i'm going to I'm going to just give it to you straight um with the NFL right now there's so it's such a a, a a push and pull and tug and whatever whatever like Do we want to have good ratings, or do we want to have good product on the field, or do we want to have healthy players? Like, it's hard to tell what is important to them because, a, they know for a fact, the more turf fields that they have, a lot of players are getting hurt, a lot of players are having non-contact injuries on a lot of these turf fields. But it looks better on TV; it's more aesthetically pleasing. Um, Like, so like you know, when it's like a big rainstorm. You don't have to see some 1965 Green Bay Packers versus Chicago Bears game. that's what they want to avoid. Like they do not want to have that. They want to see that shit look beautiful. There's that there's that one part of it. Then um, like the, the the way they've been doing the schedules like Thursday nights and, and Friday nights and Saturday nights and Sunday's it's like you basically have a game every day. That's what it feels like. And they, the the push to uh, to grow the game globally you, you know I mean? how many weeks in a row? We were we were in uh Germany and, and and uh England. It used to be like what one or two games, now it was like five this year or something like that. So we're about yeah. to get to a point in which there's gonna be a game in Mexico, a game in Germany, a game in London, a game in uh you know Russia. I don't yeah, know. I what think they they
0: had, didn't they have one of the teams had like a Thursday night game in Europe and then, or no, it was like a Sunday game in Europe and then a Thursday night game in the same week. I think they
1: ended up scheduling. I don't know that. about that. I think they I did. don't know about that. That would be that would be that would be grimy. But Jacksonville was there two weeks in a row. <laughs> that too. Well, like they said, "Yo, you need to get away from your family for the next two weeks to go be in London so you can promote our product." Like, "Yo, what the what?" <laughs> like, so to me, they're in a they're in a, we're in a crosshairs right now in both the NFL and college football. Like they're, they're, I mean, the NBA is doing it too, let's be honest. Like they're trying to make the game you know, just 140 to 155. That's what they want to see. You know what I mean? Like, we're at this time in which so much is changing. We're going to get to so, that.
0: We're going to get to that.
1: Yeah, so much is changing right before our eyes. And it's like there's there's really no value as to – no, there, there's no true direction that I see. Because player safety, they talk about player safety. Uh But the only reason why they talk about player safety is because – uh of that movie, Will Smith, the concussion movie.
0: Because, like, oh, shit, yeah, we got to... Because Chandler Jones move. is continuously doing Instagram lives. like. Look at him,
1: bro. Like, that dude need help, bro. And they try, they're not even... Look, like, think about it. He's been... Chandler Jones, how many years he playing the league? Like, what, 10? At least 10, yeah. Bro, like, that is some... That's an employee of yours that's been with you for a long time. Why don't you go try to see if you can help him out a little bit, right? Yeah. They talk, they're, not, they're not doing nothing to help him out. Like, it's, it's just... It's it's just it's just so it's just so bizarre to me, just how quickly, you know, and we think, oh, the, the way the NFL works, like think about it. Tom Brady retired and the game moves on. Like, you know what I mean? Like Aaron Rodgers has been on Pat McAfee for the last five weeks, saying all the outmost most outlandish shit, doing nothing on the field, obviously. But the game moves on. Look at Jordan Love. He's in the freaking playoffs in Green Bay. Like, yo, the game will always move on, which is why GMs are like, yeah, we're not going to pay him. We'll find somebody else to do that. Yeah, we can do – like, this. everyone's looking at it so analytically and, you know, all this data and all the kind of stuff. So, this is the way the game was looked at. Uh, And and from what I I saw, ratings were up 7%. So, whatever they're doing is working, bro. (laughs) Ratings is up 7%. With a million different quarterbacks that play this year, here, ratings were up seven percent. So that's what, that's what they're focused on. Like, look, we are just trying to drive these ratings. So if y'all got to play Saturday night and then come back and play on Tuesday, y'all got to figure that shit out. I hope I hope you don't tear ACL because if you if, if you don't do it, we'll we'll get the next dude to come up and, and take your spot. Yo, shout out so. to my
0: boy Hanson on Red Zone though, man. He holds it down for me every goddamn week, bro. I wish this he continued go, on in the playoffs. He's a real one, bro. Holy cow. No, He's like, way better than anyone.
1: Is there, I don't know if there's like an Emmy that he, uh, dude, like, does he get nominated for Emmys at I all? I think so. Because, like, so. every year he should win whatever that Emmy is. Like, they should name that Emmy award after him, bro. That he doesn't win He barely makes that dude, mistakes. That dude saw the fire alarm was going on. He was like, eh, you know what? I don't know how serious that is. I'm here for y'all. I'm like, damn. dog. You need a chair. I'm about to send him a bouquet of flowers, bro. I'm like, damn, bro. This dude is, hes he really like that. So, yeah, shout out to him. But let's talk about the playoffs. Let's, we're about to get real holistic with, with the NFL and everything like that. And obviously, you know, um, basically, none of our teams in the playoffs because I don't count. I What?
2: Oh, my God. Stop it. Shut up. A-Rod.
1: A-Rod. You watched us over the last month. Remember a month ago, I told you my concerns. You and Vic and Sam, I told you all my concerns, and it's playing out right before my eyes. So let's start with the plan. I'm just going to start with my team now because, fuck it, why not? Because we're playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Monday Night Football, whatever, whatever. What, in your perspective, has happened to the Philadelphia Eagles? Because I, I can speak all day about this, and I don't want to waste my time doing it because I could. it'll take 20 minutes. So how about you do it,
2: A-Rod? <laughs> A Matt Patricia signing—that's what I saw, and I was like, "Why is he even there?" I couldn't even believe that. Yeah, I—I I really don't know. The—they went—they won went a crazy what was it? Ten and zero in the beginning, 10-1. and ten and one in their first eleven games, and then just fell fell to earth quick. Um, I don't know, man. I, I know beginning of the season we were talking about how they're like winning games, but not like they were last year, just manhandling teams. I don't know if maybe they. Like teams are onto them and know how to play them now because there's tape of last year, but I I don't know because if you would have told me that the Eagles had one of the best defenses in football, I would have said yes. But looking at them now, I I don't see it. I just don't see. I don't know what to tell you, man. I know divisional games are tough. I just I know football is just a weird game because we expect the Cardinals to be the number one pick, and somehow they find a way and they're the third pick now or fourth pick, whatever they are so i i don't know um i wanna i wanna put it on offense and then the secondary secondary is yeah. abysmal um but i i don't know plus you got that white guy in the in the backfield which you know i don't agree with so
1: well he's a dog i mean he's he's, a, he's amazing he's like he leads our team he
2: in could,
1: tackle. oh he is, Reed, he is there's good. no uh, slander on this show. I'm sorry, bro. I'm gonna stand. I'm, is, I'm i stand, just, I'm, I'm gonna stand ten toes for my dog, bro. <laughs>
2: he's definitely not the problem, but that secondary is horrendous, and and the offense, it just, it looked like it was clicking beginning of the year, and now it just looks kind of lost, which is very weird. So I'll
1: tell you, I'll tell you, you know, you know, you know how you like you're plugged into the jet shit as far as like beat writers and you know the inside shit. I'm plugged into beat writers and the fans, right? Because I'm always reading what the comments are and everything like that. They've been asking for Brian Johnson's job since week two, our offensive coordinator. They there's been no love. Like the one I, one thing, you know, Philadelphia Eagle fans are crazy. I'll give them, you know, i I'm gonna give them all that, right? Like they they're, we're the craziest fan base. Uh, we're probably a little bit crazier than you know. I don't I, I don't even know who consider crazy, but they they are they are quick to love or hate quick. And and they will give you they will give you good reason to like to understand why they love or hate a situation. And Brian Johnson, I was reading the comments about him on, in week two and they said, no, nah, no, nah, he's not it. And I, 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 me you know I'm, I'm always like you know give him a chance. you know let's let's see how, you know how it goes. And I gave him a chance because we kept winning games. And then over the last month, and you, you can see it. it's like I know exactly what we're about to call. The play calling that we're about to call makes absolutely no sense. And then, like Sammy alluded to earlier, you're going to get the Arizona Cardinals of the world that's going to be able to beat you. Like We were up, what was it, like 21-6 uh, to 6 going into halftime, and we lost the football game. Like, like, it, it just it doesn't make any sense, bro. It does not make any sense. So, um, you know, for me, you know, we changed our offensive coordinator, we changed our defensive coordinator, and then – we changed our defense coordinator again mid-season we and put it. Matt Patricia in there. And um, you know, Sammy, I, I, I don't. You you obviously know Matt Patricia better than I do, because uh, I don't know what the hell happened to my team. But uh, I mean, do you have a perspective on this? Um, and what do you what are our chances on uh, on beating the bugs? Because now everybody's giving telling me, oh, better watch out for Baker Mayfield, and now I gotta I gotta hear this shit all week, and I can't go to work on Tuesday next week. If we lose to the Bucks, because I, I I I would need to be like on uh, I would need to have a wellness check. I would need y'all to call, the police, much. call the police. Call the police as like yo. We just need a wellness check to make sure he's good, bro. Because I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna if we lose to the But what uh, what's your take on, on on that? And what do you think we our chances are this weekend? And in general,
0: yeah, I mean, you, you stole the fire from me. I mean, you said it perfectly. It's up, Brian Johnson, man. I mean, that's the reason I said it to you in week one. I said, I don't know, something about your offense didn't look very good. You guys should easily destroy us. You know what I mean? And you were like, no, we're good. I'm a win's a win. The, you were like, a, a dub's a dub's oh a my dub. Hell. You know, no, what? every, what week, every week I kept Gotta asking kill. you. Remember, every week I kept asking you, what's going on, man? You guys are getting wins, but these are tough. And you're like, oh, I got even worried about nothing. This is W. a W. You know what I mean? W. <laughs> and so I'm like, you know, you guys should be right. destroying these cats. Like, honestly, you're like, yeah, maybe not San Francisco. You sh- I mean, you shouldn't have got demolished like you did. But you can look at the parallel of the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs in similar situations, right? Both of them lost their offensive coordinators. Both of them have new offensive coordinators this year. Both offenses have looked very, very lethargic. Granted, Kansas City might be a slight talent thing. Yours might be more of a health situation, right? Your defense got older, um, so you don't look quite as good. So you're have to, you forced to score more points, but you can't, right? Because whatever he's calling, like you're mentioning, is very vanilla, <laughs> very predictable. Like we're on the couch. Started 20.
1: Know- Turned at 20, we're going to call a quarterback draw. Yeah. <laughs> like, the only <laughs> – Good luck, that... Jalen. Hey, Jalen,
0: what's your, your swollen knee? Good luck, bro. Yeah. Like <laughs> the only thing that yards. worked for you guys all year was the tush push, and I give you credit for that. But, um, yeah, I I, I I still think your chances are really good to beat the Bucks. but the only unfortunate part about it is the Bucks have nothing to lose, and you guys have everything to lose. So.
1: And that's what scares me with Baker Mayfield. Because when he got nothing, he's just out there just slinging it, that's what scares me, bro. That's what scares me. So I, what is it? We're 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 favored by three. On, I don't know, man. Like I expect us to win this football game, and that's what makes me nervous. Because like, if I expect us to win, I just feel like they're gonna let me down. I just like naturally, like yeah, they're gonna let me down. So it's like I don't know what to expect from that football game. Um, from a Bucs from a buck standpoint, A Rod, what do you think the Bucks need to do to uh to pull this one off?
2: Blitz. Just blitz, 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 man. That's what they got to do, get to get to Jalen uh, Hurts. Um, he looks banged up, that finger issue. Uh, if you can get to him quick, the Bucs will, will make it a nightmare. Um, they're, they're like the Tennessee Titans for me, though, man. Every time I root against them, they win, and whenever I root for them, they find a way to lose. So... Um, I don't know. Baker Baker Mayfield is the anomaly here. He's the one that has to, to show up to the game and he has to play well. And I think he's developed a good rapport with, with Mike Evans, another thousand yard season. Uh won me my one of the guys that won me my uh football championship. Uh but I, I I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be tough for the for the Eagles to be honest with you after what I've seen these last few weeks and I've been saying, Oh, they're they're going to come back. They're going to come back to life. They're okay. This, is and that. I've been watching them. When you lost to the Giants, I was just like, yeah.
1: I turned that game off in the second quarter.
2: I, went, I, I, was, I literally left that me, game,
1: and I put a movie on. I'm like, I'm going to go watch a movie. I'm good, bro. I'm, I don't need this stress.
2: <laughs> when, my, when my Giants friends are texting me, and it's not because like a family member died or something like that, that's when you know people
0: are out the woodworks then. so, but.
1: Yeah, that's bad. This is bad so all right let's get to the rest of the, uh, the real, quick, real quick real yeah. quick
0: because i said it last week and i'm gonna say it again i know a rod just said baker mayfield's an anomaly he had a career year this year he had 28 touchdowns 10 <laughs> interceptions he threw for 4,000 yards that's all all of that is his career high those are all career highs so you got to give that man some credit for what he's done i this give year. him i give him credit well, well what did he do in the last four weeks of the season Oh, mad When the effort. expectations, when the
1: expectations got built, like oh shit, Baker's having a good year. That's the problem, Baker. When he's being doubted, I gotta give him credit. When Baker's being doubted, that dude, lo- that dude, like when he's a walk on in college and all that shit, he loves that. But when when they start talking, uh, you know that that gravy shit about him and, and yeah, you know, oh look at Baker, and he's starting to get interviewed more. Oh yeah, for whatever reason, this a slippage, bro. It's a slippage. So. Uh, with, with Baker, I hope I hope that the media is talking so much happy shit about him over the next few days, so that way he he can uh, throw throw some interceptions uh, on Monday Night Football, and <laughs> hopefully we can turn a couple of those into touchdowns, so, so that we can spot we can be spotted at some point. So uh, we're gonna let's let's move on. So, well, real quick with the NFL playoffs, um, you actually sent that this uh, that 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 tweet or whatever about the NFL script.
2: The script and um, effect
1: that shit, is, that shit is crazy, bro. It's spot on, bro. It's 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 so wild because, but the way they, that that Sunday night game with Miami and, and, and Buffalo and real quick Miami and Buffalo, the, a, a a man died from because of that football game. Like that, we gotta chill. as us as sports fans, like let's let's we gotta do better, bro. It's not that serious, bro. Like for for somebody to die because of a a, a sporting event and you know it's, just, it's it's senseless but long story short fans yeah i mean it's it's a it's a, it's, a, it's a sports guys it's not like they pay your mortgage for you it's not like they unless you put a lot of money on of course but it's not like it's not like it's life and death it's not that serious bro so uh you know that 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 really uh kind of pissed me off uh how that kind of played off i played out after that game but Speaking of Miami and Buffalo, y'all were right all year about Miami. It's like when the when the go when the rubber needs to read the road, uh, the, the, the shit is kind of like a little shaky. And now we'll start with that game, the uh, first first chapter of the NFL script. Are right, we gonna send Tyreek Hill back to Kansas City where it all started, and we're gonna have sub-zero uh, freezing temperatures in that football game? So, well, the first game we'll talk about real, well, second game we'll talk about real quick. Miami, Kansas City. Hey Rod, I'm gonna start with you. Give me your give me um, your opinion on what you think is gonna happen and give me your winner.
2: I'm rocking with Mahomes, man. I I'm not I'm not feeling it from Miami, man. I just don't think they have it. And they have too many injuries. They got like twenty-eight players down that the were
1: injuries. Yeah, the injuries is bad. Injuries
2: but. serious. Jalen yeah. Waddles Jaden Waddles a question mark with his ankle. Um got something wrong with his hand. Uh, Tyreek has that he has something tweaked too, but I, he's yeah, going to play. An you know
1: he has an ankle, but yeah, that's you know but the cold. That's what I'm concerned about. Yeah, Injuries hurt more when it's cold, bro. It's just not, that's how the body works. So, um, what what you know you got Kansas City winning. Uh, obviously, their offense has been pretty pedestrian this year, though. So, what do they need to do to figure this shit out? They just need to play good defense and hope you know they get some points. Or like, what do you think they got to do?
2: They need to pray that that offense wakes up. They need to look at uh, Mr. Rashe Rice more often, too, because he's it. He's I, I keep watching him play, and I know he's fumbled the ball a few times, but he makes big plays for them all the time. I feel like the security blanket is always going to be Travis Kelsey. If I can't find one, there's Travis Kelsey there. Um, Pacheco's mad at the world, so Pacheco just mad at the world, run through that, thrown through the line. Um, but, yeah, it's basically the defense. The defense just has to be able to hold up their own. And I think they're built for it with the team that they have and, and where they're playing and the conditions. So they will they should be okay. You're not going to get a 70-point game from Miami. That, oh, that's absolutely
1: not. That's not, absolutely not. Yeah. It's not uh, happening. Sammy, what you got on that one?
0: Um, yeah, I was looking at the injury report. Um, it looks like Waddle showed up limited. Jalen showed up limited. Raheem showed up limited. Tyreek Hill showed up limited. The only one that I was concerned about was Xavier and Howard did not participate today. And that's pretty serious, especially being I Wednesday. heard about that one. Yeah, but everybody else has been a limited participant most of the week. I mean, it's a playoff week, too. So you got to expect that from some of the stars. But it does seem like they're all going to suit up to what effect. I'm not sure. Um, but an interesting stat I wanted to throw out there, they got Kansas City by four and a half. That seems a little bit high to me. I think there's pretty good value on that Miami right there. So if you take Miami plus four and a half, I, I, I don't think it's a bad pick. Um, just if, because if everything clicks, and like I said, I, I'm just not confident in the Kansas City's offense, exactly like Arod said. Like they need their offense to be on all cylinders if they want to win this game. Um, and I don't even think – everybody's saying, oh, the Chiefs defense, Chiefs defense. I don't even think the Chiefs defense has been that good. I mean, it's just they haven't lost games. I don't think their schedule been has solid. been that They've been know, solid. But come on. Like, the compared, compared to what? We compared, gave. compared to like a Baltimore. Compared to like Cleveland. Compared to even Pittsburgh, Dallas. Um, you know, you could even put Detroit higher on that list. The Bucks on that list. I mean, shit, I'd take the Eagles defense over them. So they're what – one of the oh, last, now you, defense, nah, you're
1: smoking out when you said that. One of the last
0: defenses that, in, that, in that
1: group, hell no! Come on, now. hell no! <laughs> so, this game, um, it is, could, could possibly be the coldest game in the history uh, of the NFL playoffs. Um, as of right now, it's expected to be five degrees with the windshield of minus 10. And Mike McDaniel is built on speed, 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 speed right that shit ain't going to fly when it's that cold because, you know, you're you going you to be tested. So we talk about Isaiah Pacheco running mad. That's the key to victory for Kansas City. I do think that playing at home with the elements is going to suit uh, Kansas City a little bit better. Um, I think, you know, I think obviously, you know, this is what they're built for is to is to have this moment. So, and with the injuries and everything that Miami is going through, um, you know, I'm going to have to come side with the Chiefs as well. But, you know, you know, crazy things have happened this season. So would it surprise me? Miami won, not really. But I just don't. I just don't. Unless like the running game goes crazy, because at the end of the day, they need to run the football. Like it's just, that's the only way that they're gonna get out of this situation. Because uh Raheem Mostert's a little banged up. He's gonna have to run the football. Uh, a, uh Devon, it was an A chain or whatever. I, I I know there's a right way to say it. I think it's I chain or whatever. But uh, that that gentleman right there, he's gonna have to play well. Like they need a all hands on deck as far as running and they um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't see it. The Kansas so City a, Chiefs a,
0: are I'm the 15th ranked defense in all of football. So, as a playoff okay. team, they're not that good.
1: Okay. Most the of the Eagles teams below, like all the, the Eagles teams, are
0: probably 30th. <laughs> no, the Eagles are actually 13th. So, yeah, not that much better, but still better. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the, our, our next um, NFL storyline. So, uh, I want to talk about this one um, um, because it's – we were talking about C.J. Stroud earlier and, and what he's done to the city of Houston. So, uh, during COVID and later, I mean, like when we kind of first actually started the fair with the podcast, that was one of the big topics was the whole Deshaun Watson um, saga in Houston with the with the uh, 2,000 masseuses and all that stuff that he was going through and the firing of every head coach that that walked in there that that kind of looked like me, you know, it was a little weird uh, it's
0: just a little
1: weird. Uh, at the uh, the, the, the they talked about we don't want the the uh inmates to overrun the prison, like it, it, that whole Houston thing was like, what the hell's going on over there, right? It was like the Utah, what's going on in Utah type of bullshit, right? CJ Stroud walked through those doors and brought and and they they wanted they they wanted the division, right? Yeah, they won the AFC South, <laughs> his rookie here. He even missed two games and he's still about to, he's still one of five rookies to pass for over 4,000 yards um, in in, in their rookie year. So life has changed in there, and that bad taste in the mouth that they had with Deshaun Watson is out the door. Meanwhile, Deshaun Watson goes out the door to go to Cleveland, and Joe Flacco uh, has come off the couch and turned Cleveland into a – I mean, when Baker Mayfield and them made the playoffs, you know, it it was cool. You know, their defense played really well. You know, they ran the ball well, and da, 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 da. This Cleveland team, oh, it's fun to watch. Joe Flacco just slinging that bitch everywhere across the lot. I'm like, damn, Joe. So, you know, we, we have Cleveland family by two and a half. Uh, as of what I'm seeing right now, I don't know if, if anything's changed. On the road, we have CJ Stroud making his first ever playoff start ever in his life. And you got Super Bowl champion Joe Flacco walking through those doors. I think a Mark Cooper might be coming back. Um, uh, Ford and and, um, and Hunt have been pretty serviceable. Uh, uh, David Njoku out of nowhere has turned into like Antonio Gates. I don't know what the hell happened. He I don't know. He got he had, he had that fire at his house and then <laughs> I don't know what happened after that, but he's just like you know what <laughs> he made a deal with somebody and now look at him. So Cleveland's coming in hot and CJ Stroud is is uh has got next on everybody. Like we go we gonna do our top ten uh, going into next season in a couple months and I'm sure I'm gonna see CJ Stroud on everybody's top ten. So. Uh, start with you, A Rod. Um, what you what, do you what do you think about that? That just, just that storyline, and how do you think it's going to play
2: out? The script this year is crazy, man. Um, I really like the momentum the Texans have. Uh, they're set up to have rook, both rookies again, like the like the Jets, offensive and defensive, in my opinion, with Will Anderson and CJ Stroud winning those awards. Um, but you can't you can't frown on the the browns on calling Joe Flacco and him just going out and being wacko like Flacco like he is so um I I just think for the Browns I just think both both organizations are cursed I mean Texans are just a shorter cursed organization but I feel like they finally have done everything the right, the right way so I, I'm leaning more towards the Texans in this game plus it's they've got home field advantage so I I feel like They're the ones this year like I've been I've been y'all told me about CJ Stroud. I was on it. I fell off the bus and then I got right back on it. Like I just like called you guys to say come pick me back up. I forgot my I forgot my phone in the car or something like that. But I I like what they're doing. I like everything that they're putting on the field. So
0: Sammy. All right. So you got 69 percent of the cash and 65 percent of the tickets (laughs) going towards the Cleveland Browns. I'm just going to do my best Vic impression. But I'm hammering with kind of what I talked about a lot last week. Um, This Cleveland defense is legit. This Cleveland defense has led them so far to this point. Joe Flacco has not made mistakes and has looked like Joe Flacco from, like, Jesus, 2010. I love CJ Stroud. This isn't the year I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns, man. I think the Cleveland Browns are going to take it.
1: I'm trying everything in my power to convince myself to pick uh, the Houston Texans to win that game because of the respect that I have for this Ohio State quarterback by the name of C.J. Stroud. I, I mean, everything about him. Like, what, what Michael Penix was doing, um, you know, this season and what they, the kind of throw they asked him to make, C.J. Stroud, they asked him to do that at Ohio State as exactly. well. So that's what makes me feel good about Michael Penix going to the NFL because they they they're, they were pro-ready. Like, to me, C.J. Stroud came to the league ready to go, right? And everything in my power, being the home team and everything like that, I want, I want, I want – I want the Texas to win the game like selfishly I want the Texas to win that game um I will actually be in Houston um uh, this weekend uh, to get married again. I have a Nigerian wedding this weekend uh, guys so I'll, I will selfishly already be there so I kind of want to be like part of the energy of the city to see uh, Mr. Ohio State quarterback himself who who I am uh, you know have I'm a fan of I would like to see him pull it off but pull it off Joe. Man, that dude is different, dog. <laughs> Playoff Joe is 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 something to uh is a sight to, is a sight to see, and that defense defense travels in January. At the end of the day, if it's you know no matter what, cold, hot, you know, rain and sleet, snow, we ready to go. That defense is gonna travel. So Houston doesn't have a slouch defense either, but I got I gotta go with with Joe Flacco on the road. Uh, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but um, probably by like. Friday night, Saturday morning, I'll convince myself uh, to pick Cle- Houston on my on my money line or whatever. Uh, but for right now, just where I'm at sitting right now, playoff Joe, that's a different human being right there. So I'm going to side with him there. Uh, sticking in the state of Texas storyline that, um, you know, I don't really care about because I don't care about Mike McCarthy. I don't care about the Cowboys. I don't care about nothing but the – I don't care about nothing, nothing about the Cowboys, okay? Uh, there's seven-and-a-half-point favorites on, on. – on Jordan Love. That's very disrespectful. You know how I was talking about Jordan Love a few weeks ago. He let me down for, they, the team let me down for a couple weeks, but they picked that shit right back up, picked that shit right back up. And now they position themselves to go into that, into uh, a Amer- uh, cowboy stadium where the, pa- the Packers have had Dallas's number for a lot, for, a, for some time now. Right. Now we have a different quarterback. You know, it's not, it's not Aaron Rodgers anymore. It's, 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 uh Young Jordan Love, right? Why should I? What what, what, am I crazy, A Rod, for wanting to pick for thinking that the Packers can pull this off?
0: Can I start real quick? Can I start real quick? You can start. You can start. You can start. Yeah. The Sharps know something here because you got 87% of the cash going Green Bay's way, but 74% of the tickets. So that means 26% of the tickets will have a large sum of money. Going towards the Green Bay Packers, so those you know some of those rich people they they're looking at something. But also, <laughs> I like on the, the rich the, folks on the seven on the minus uh, the the rich gamblers, I should say. The minus yeah. seven and a half, there is tremendous tremendous value on Green Bay because eighty four percent of the cash and fifty eight percent of the tickets. Are going Green Bay's way, so everybody thinks Dallas won't cover. And I think to convince you, if de- if they don't think Dallas will cover, if you don't believe me on the other part about the rich people, if they don't think Dallas won't cover, that means this is going to be a close game. And I think that works in Green Bay's favor. So what do they have to do? Like what? Because
1: first of all, let's 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 look at Dallas, right? C. D. Lamb, you know, I you know I'm a sorry, I'm a hater, right? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm a hater. I'm a hater. I'm going to just keep it 100. You know, I don't, I don't want to give credit where credit is due sometimes when it comes to Dallas, But I'll keep it 100. CeeDee Lamb had a dominant, dominant football season. And, you know, going into the year, I'm like, he ain't no number one. He ain't no number one. That's just me being a hater. That dude, he showed out this year. He had a lot of targets. Don't get me wrong. You know, Dak Prescott said, we're going to you. But he showed out this year, and I got to give him credit. Um, the running game was a little shaky. And then, like, the other receivers outside of of CeeDee Lamb, it's like, what am I going to get? Defensively, to me, they're, like, the most overrated defense that I've ever seen in my life. But that's just me probably being a hater. So what is it that Green Bay can do to actually pull this upset
0: off? You can go, Sammy. Make Mike McCarthy shit his pants. Just, just don't don't turn the ball over yeah. just play just regular football right let them make the mistake let them call the bad play you know what i mean like just just yeah. play solid football and let him screw it up because he always does
1: <laughs> he will he'll find a way to screw it up hey rod do you think do you think um we've seen anything in the last month or two that that can that can prove to me that green Bay can pull it off or do you think this is just
2: no, bro. Like, look at the last three weeks of football. We all said or, that, uh, what, San Francisco was the only team that wasn't unbeatable, and they fucking lost. So yeah. anything can happen. I, I agree. Anything can happen. But who but you got? But, I got no butt, man. What Sammy said was perfect. That I, I got no clap back for that. Mike McCarthy, I feel like the, the Cowboys every year, this our year, this our year with their with their jean shorts and their white jersey and the hats and low fades and the white shoes every year. Same shit. It's the same shit every year. If Mike McCarthy can't get past the first round and to the Packers, to a team that overachieved, in my opinion, that's your problem. There's your fucking problem right there. We've circled it like a million times. Like Every time we talk about it, I feel like Charlie Day and fucking uh, Eastbound and down with the diagram over here and we're just Circling Mike McCarthy over there. There's your issue. Just you gotta you gotta move on. If he can't get you to the ship and win it, it's gonna be your problem. But Jerry's a loyal man, so
1: yeah, he you know he ain't gonna get rid of him if they lose. Like (laughs) he's still gonna be like Mike McCarthy's our guy and some country shit. So I would say it goes all right. Uh, Next storyline: Matt Stafford going back to Detroit, where it all started. We talk about the team that overachieved. Who who had the Rams? Playing this well going into the season like to me, you know, Green Bay is one thing. I had a good feeling about Jordan Love, but the Rams, I thought it was a rebuilding year after, you know, bad year last year. I thought they were still trying to get back on track. And they've been probably one of the scariest teams over the last month. Uh, Sammy, what do you have any data pulled up on, on the Rams right now? The Rams versus Detroit?
0: First that of all, one, shout out right. to Puka Nakua for breaking the single season wide receiver record on receiving yards. Yeah, yeah. Pretty dope.
1: For sure, for sure. Third round pick, right? I mean, damn, that's yeah. like. Mm-hmm. I was looking at a list of like a lot of non-first round picks that balled out this year, because we, you were talking about it earlier. This early in the show, like, do like the product might be like a little down, maybe the but the scouting has not been too bad. Like, no, we I find finding play. I mean, Brock Purdy was the last pick. We got Jaden Reed was like second round pick. We got third round. I mean, we're finding people late, you know, in, in a lot of different rounds in the draft. We're making huge impacts right now. I mean, look at all these players and the, all these, uh, you know, quarterbacks that are starting in, uh, right now, right? Like, you got your 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 obvious. Then you have Mason Rudolph. And you have you have uh, you know Baker Mayfield. And you have Jared Goff. He was the number one pick. But but anyway, what you got? What 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 statistics you got on this right now? What do you and how do you think it plays out?
0: So you've got the 4th rank offense in the Los Angeles Rams against the 10th-ranked offense in the Detroit Lions, but you have two defenses that are pretty much identical. Um, one is 19th, one is 20th. Um, overall, they're pretty even as well. The Detroit Lions are overall the 8th-ranked team, whereas the Rams are the 11th-ranked team. That's just based on statistics from Pro Football Focus. Now, as far as, and I know you want some of this too, KK. As far as what the the Sharps are saying.
1: I got my parlay ready to go right now. All
0: right. So they got, (laughs) so obviously, you know, Detroit is favored by three currently. 96% of the cash and 74% of the tickets are taking the Los Angeles Rams plus three. 92% of the cash and 78% of the tickets are taking the Rams money line. So Mm -hmm. do with that what you will but it seems like vegas has a lot or the the betters have a lot of faith in the los angeles rams at detroit
1: and before you go a-rod i'm i would literally i'm literally willing to just put it all in on the rams winning this game um we're talking about sean Mouvet been there done that super bowl champ and detroit finally (laughs) we finally got here to me they're set up to, to lay an egg like not zero, but, like, you know, just Who knows stuff better dude. than McVay, right? Like, anyway, you're right. What, what, what you got, bro? I mean,
2: bro, bro. I, I agree with you, too. I 100% agree with you. But I'm I'm pulling for my man, Dan. You know I'm a big Dan Campbell fan. It's it's hard. I like both coaches. I like both teams. Um, I, I'm on the same page with you. I thought the Rams were still, like, you know, maybe a year or two away. But the surgence of the draft picks, you know, fuck them picks really did work. The guys in the later rounds are, are really, really working out for you. So if you can put it together and it works, or if, if you throw the shit against the wall and it sticks, it sticks, man. You got in. Yeah. You got in. But I, I think it's I think it comes down to experience here. I think it comes down to experience. Who's been in the playoffs, who's won the ships, who knows how to 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 properly go in there and 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 know how to play against a team that's been electrifying like the Lions have been all year. And the Rams have just been silent assassins. They won. They got in the playoffs somehow, and, and and it's scary. Once you get in the playoffs, it's a different game. Yeah. So it's 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 going to be tough. But I I wouldn't. I couldn't. I could see the Rams winning. I really could.
1: So who you? I mean, who would? If you had to put your money on it right now, who would you pick? Your boy Dan or your boy Sean?
2: I'm going Dan. I'm going Dan.
1: All right. Cool. All right. And then last but not least. Uh, not much of a story. The storyline here is resiliency, honestly, between Pittsburgh and Buffalo. Um, Buffalo. Full noodle we fight. Right, A-Rod? <laughs> <laughs> we 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 kind of Buffalo out. Buffalo's scary. I don't know about noodle fight, bro. Buffalo, the way they're playing right now, they realize we got to run the football with James Cook, and we, you know, we got to you know let Josh Allen just go out there and be crazy, even if he throws interceptions. We we we're not we're not gonna uh, be afraid. Um.
0: Like he wanted to he got, give that game away, like to Miami, he
1: wanted hey, to. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, they were on the road. They probably went out the night before and they were probably hungover and still won. So you got to give you got to give Buffalo credit. Um, and then you got Pittsburgh. Um, I don't know how Mike Tomlin does this shit because like that team is bad. Like that, I look at all the teams in the playoffs. That's the worst team in the playoffs. I mean, Mason Rudolph is their starting quarterback, and their backup is is. Is uh is uh a Kenny Pickett who's been a failure or Mitch Trubisky who's the worst draft pick in Chicago Bears? I don't know. I'm just kidding, but um, <laughs> we got what Buffalo minus ten. <laughs> it's hard, you know. You know me. I, I'll just go real quick. You know me how I feel about Mike Tomlin. I just there's no way. I'm sorry, bro. This just <laughs> I don't I, I just don't see it, bro. Like there's no talent. There's not a there's not enough talent on that football field, uh, and without T.J. Watt, and they're hoping Micah Patrick could come back. I, I just, I, I don't, I don't know, bro. Alex, Alex Highsmith needs to have like five sacks, and then maybe we'll we can talk. But outside of that, I, I just don't see it. And I, I give I give a lot of credit to Mike Tomlin. We talked about coaches, you know, on the on the, on the coaching carousel getting fired. He is a defensive coach as well. He just so happened to have never had a losing season in his life. So it's like they're <laughs> waiting for him to have one bad year so they can get rid of him. But you said, nope, not yet. But what, what, what do you think about this, A-Rod?
2: Um, I mean, I'm with you, too, on everything you said. Uh, but Buffalo, we're just going to have another Stephon Diggs looking at the field while the other team celebrates moment, whether it's this round, the next, or the championship, or the Super Bowl. I just don't see him getting the Super Bowl, uh, but I like Buffalo.
0: Sammy, this is wild too, man. You guys aren't gonna believe this. So, so we'll start. We'll start with the we'll start with the spread, right? Buffalo minus ten. So you got sixty one percent of the cash, and forty five percent of the tickets are going Pittsburgh's way. So the majority of the cash, but the minority of the tickets are going Pittsburgh's way. So the the big money spenders do not believe in the Buffalo Bills. That's for the spread, right? So that's for the minus ten. Right? Yeah, that's fair it gets worse. So <laughs> But wait, there's more. But wait. 64% of the cash and only 13% of the tickets. So the majority of the cash, the minority of the tickets is going Pittsburgh's way as well for the money line. So they don't believe in the Buffalo Bills. Yes, you have 87% of the tickets are going the Bills' way, but the fact that most of the cash is going Pittsburgh tells me a little something that they think the last 3 weeks were too much for the Bills. Um I don't like it, but I'll probably go Pittsburgh as well. So
1: and that's a good point because Buffalo basically been in the playoffs since like the Thanksgiving. So I can that's a good point. Um but what I mean, what is it about Pittsburgh that you think they can actually pull it off like without T.J. Watt, you know, without a, a real like we're going Mason Rudolph versus Josh Allen. Like I know y'all don't really have that much love for Josh Allen, but come on now. Let's be let's be honest here, though. Like if they don't have Josh Allen Josh Allen, this team is winning three games. Let's right. be honest. All right. So what is it what is it that Pittsburgh can do that would actually make this a possibility? Cause I I, I can't see it. <clears throat> I, I don't know.
2: I really don't know. I don't have an answer for that. That wasn't on my I think I think agenda.
0: discipline in my opinion. I think discipline. I think you're going to have one of the teams as one team. I mean, this could be a perfect situation like um like we said earlier on the on the show about the college football playoff that happened, right? It could be a coaching masterclass by Mike Tomlin. His guys are ready for this game. Buffalo could not yeah. potentially might not be, right? They've shown so many signs that they give games away. That, that it's very easy for them to give Gims, games away. And Pittsburgh, in my opinion, just probably is going to be a – in order for them to win, they're just got to be have to be much more disciplined overall.
1: And we talk about a funny storyline that could happen. Uh, Joe Flacco could very well be playing Baltimore next week. But if this <laughs> scenario plays off and it's Pittsburgh versus Baltimore,
0: Pittsburgh is 2-0 against Baltimore this year. Now, I'm not saying <laughs> – and I'm not saying it's a smart pick to pick Pittsburgh. I know, I, mean, I know. The money, the money usually doesn't lie, man, and that's pretty crazy. Usually when Vic and I see those types of numbers, it's usually wherever the cash goes, that's what ends up winning. So it's it's pretty intriguing that they uh, the big bettors, the big spenders are believing in Buffalo. That's wild. I love it. That's I love it. I think this is, I think
1: this is going to be a a crazy football weekend. So uh uh, looking forward to it. Now that college is over, uh, our football season is winding down, and as that happens, the National Basketball Association uh, is starting to get a little bit more love again. Um, now, you know, kind of like how we did last week, you know, you know, just sitting at the bar, you know, just observing different things, and kind of just wanted to uh, put out, you know, so whatever, whatever you've observed over the last week in the NBA that you kind of want to talk about, we start with you, A Rod. Uh, and we're not gonna talk about the Knicks. We let's leave, let's leave the Knicks out of this.
2: Say it. I thought you wanted me to say it. We are five and zero. We are five and zero.
1: Oh, here we go. All right. What have you seen? What what what's making it work? Because obviously, I mean, his plus minus has been the highest in the league since then. So something something is working.
2: I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for them to start doing what the Magic are doing and going down the hill. I'm waiting for that. But hey, Magic beat Jokic the other night. <laughs> I, can't, I can't complain, man. They're, his efficiency is good. I'm a Knicks fan at the end of the day regardless, okay? I still wish we had quickly an RJ Barrett, but it's working. He I don't know how to say
0: What they're oh, doing. None. He fits what they're doing.
2: I just don't get what they're doing. I don't. I, I don't understand what they're doing. I'm trying to understand what they're doing, and I can't understand what the Knicks are doing. But it's working. So, it's working. I'm. I'm starting to get less upset about it. It's just so hard to see a guy, two guys on the team that were pivotal to what we have made. Um, I'm happy with RJ Barrett's comment saying I left New York in a better place, knowing that I helped them get to where they need to be. Even though he's no superstar, it's a weird comment for him to say, but. <laughs> Right. It shows that he has no. It shows he has now, no. Now you hating
1: on RJ. Now what happened?
2: I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. It's just like a weird thing for him to say, not being like a superstar. But I I, I appreciate that he has no animosity towards New York. I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, man, the Knicks, they look good. We're, we're at what, four now in the East? And it looks good. I like it. Climbing up the thing. We're going up the mountain now, like the Price is Right guy. Going up Y'all are there.
1: currently fifth. Um fifth. Tied with Indiana, who just lost Halliburton for, like, for a week or so. So I might be able to make a little bit of movement there for sure.
2: We'll see if we keep going on going on what we're doing. Like, that's that's cool. I mean, a- another thing I want to talk about is, like, the Clippers extending Kawhi Leonard. I mean, that's that's a big thing. And now they're trying to lock up PG-13, who's a two-player, he said. Not a one. He's a two-player.
1: Hey, well, your one. Well, Kawhi's your one, then it's good to be the two. All right. Cool. We talked about the clippers Sammy you with yeah. you know you were on so something with the clippers so you know as much as I want to hate I want to hate on your opinion because I hate the clippers um and uh, James Harden pisses me off for all, you know all the bullshit with him me but- too. They have figured some shit out. And I don't know. Have you paid attention to any games? Yes. Or yes. have you followed any statistics? Like, what, what's your, what, what are you seeing with them that's
0: working? Okay. So, statistically, everybody's in the positive, right? So, that's obviously the first thing that you go and you look at. You look at kind of the minutes played. You look at the games played. And you look at the plus minus. So, everything looks like in the positive, right? <clears throat> the other thing that I noticed was the eye test. When I watched, I've watched, I think, three, um, not all the, not the full games, right? But I've watched at least three games in the last week since we last conversed about this. And what seems to be working perfectly is staggering Russell's and James Harden's minutes. So Mm -hmm. you're bringing, right? So again, it all comes down to how you attack certain teams, right? Like you were talking about, where Jim Harbaugh was bringing different types of pressures, giving different types of looks. I think the way that they're staggering the minutes with the players that they're putting together is giving teams mm. different looks. Now, I'm not saying this is like oh, you know, some world-beating team or anything, but there's something to be said about the success that they've had so far because they're what yeah.
2: six
0: and four or seven and three in the last ten. Um, and besides the last seven and three. three yeah, yeah, seven and three in three the last three. ten. So something's working. Um, the way they are staggering the minutes, I think, is pretty pretty important because you you know you have a guy that just high energy, not the greatest defender, but is a presence on defense versus another guy that can come in, give you pretty solid offensive minutes and doesn't have to play as much defense when you compare James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Um, yeah, and yeah, Kawhi is obviously healthy so <laughs> so far. <laughs> so keeping it in the
1: West, um, kind of, you know three things that can kind of pick on, on the West Um, a whatever attempt that John Morant was trying to make back this year to get that team to the playoffs. I think with him missing the rest of the season, I don't think it was a rest of the season injury, but I do think like, you know what we've seen that, you know, we we want, we, we seen that you're going to be good next year. We need to basically tank because we need to, we need to, we, our team is not talented enough to do anything without you. so, I think that might have something to play with around with, but um, like A, a- Rod uh, insensitive as said, uh, he can go play with guns now. So uh, hopefully they're like toy guns, and and he seems to be a little more mature. Like y'all, y'all, y'all be on, my, y'all be getting on my dog. I I'm I'm one for you know watching a kid grow up, and I I, I really want to watch this kid grow up and and just become a better man. So I'm, I'm a rock with him, and I hope he does that. Uh, Number two, Draymond Green uh, considered retirement or whatever. I don't know how much I believe that, but um, that 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 whole situation is just weird to me. Um, Like he's so he's mad that he hits players. Like I can't hear players no more, so let me retire. Like come on, like relax, like it's not that serious, bro. (laughs) I don't know what his issue is, but um, the Golden State is a a weird place. Kaminga is not getting the minutes that he deserves sean uh steve kerr is kind of just is laughing about it like yeah, yeah whatever like i i used to not get minutes too i'm like brother like we talked about you know you know we talked about bob myers handing off this team and he left them in, in cap hell luxury tax hell you got some young talent that that they probably didn't draft the best with and you got old guys who are making a lot of money so they're in a very weird place and draymond green is the heart of that weird place so uh, I'm very interested to see because they're not winning the championship this year. I'm sorry. Let's just be, we're just going to keep it right. They're not winning the championship this year. So at some point, like the Chicago bulls in 98, you know, like, you know, a lot of these, you know, the Lakers after, after Shaq and Kobe, like you're going to go through your dark times, bro. Like, and I, and I feel like they're so unwilling to go through those dark times because they just moved to that arena in San Francisco. And I know that bitch is expensive. And they're like, you know, we need to sell these tickets. We can't, we can't do another few years of Monte Ellis and, And Al Harrington, we need we gotta sell some tickets. So uh, I think they're they're hold they're holding on for dear life, but at some point they're gonna have to realize, yeah, it's time to like really tear this shit down and kind of start this thing over again, even if that means Steve Kerr uh, probably not being your coach anymore, because the job stresses about enough. And to me, like he's another guy. I'm like I don't don't know if he has anything to prove, and he's done a great job, but. Last but not least, in the West Coast, Oklahoma City Thunder. Man, that 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 basketball team, man. I don't. Know, I, I, I I that team's good, bro. And Sammy, I know they played against y'all uh, the other night. Did you watch that game? Yes. All right. Please talk to me because I didn't watch the game. I saw highlights. and I was trying to figure out. Wait, like, damn, they really lost it. Said, okay, see. So, what 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 happened, What did you see from that game? Uh, as a Boston Celtics fan, that OKC did better than y'all for them to pull out that victory. And do you think whatever they're doing now is sustainable moving forward? Because they're second seed in the West right now. Shed Holmgren is, I mean, he's looking better and better as we go on. And Shea Gilly, boy, boy. <laughs> boy, it's true. So what do you, what's your perspective on all that?
0: Vic, I wish Vic was here because he's going to kill me, but... <laughs> I think Shea is almost is a top five player. Like I think he's that good. Like he can do anything. I didn't think like I I had my eye on this team last year. I it was one of the teams that I mentioned. It was one of the teams I mentioned at the beginning of this year. But I didn't think it was gonna be like this, right? Like I didn't think it was gonna be I don't think I I think we all knew OKC would be fun to watch, but I don't think we knew it would be this good. And to be honest, that was one of the losses in the last week that I looked at. I'm like I mean, it's Shea. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it, It's Shea. He kind of got – and then watching the game, it was just really – it was intriguing. It was bittersweet to watch because you're like, damn, I, I like his play. But you're like, yeah. fuck. like He's cooking my boys right now. Um, getting to any place that he wants to get to, getting to the rack, um, shooting that mid-range. I mean, I, I, that's what I took from it, man. Like Shea's, Shea's for real, dude. He's averaging 31.5.
1: Points a game um, on 54% shooting, 35% from three, but he's only taking three threes a game. So it's not like he's exactly. just out there jacking three. He's right. really just, he knows how to get to whatever spot he wants and he gets there. Not to mention he's shooting 88% from the free throw line. He's getting you five rebounds, getting you uh, six rebounds, uh, getting you uh, six assists, two and a half steals. Like the dude is, and only less than two turnovers a game and i know his he has the he has the basketball in his hands a lot so i know like like halliburton that's another story when it comes to efficiency this dude this dude shaman man he's he 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 is the real deal and then shut real deal um i think if the if the okc want to make that next level step like get there get there they need to offload uh get get josh giddy out of that locker room because at this point he adds no value to that team because Everything that he was – all the little things that he was good at, they got that everywhere else. So, like, somebody is going to want a player like him, uh, maybe Utah or something like that because, you know, Carl Malone. Uh, but uh, – <laughs> <laughs> But <them> – Simkins. kids.
0: <laughs> That's fucked.
1: But, um, yeah, so <laughs> I think they need to figure that shit out. And and uh, shout out to the OKC Thunder. But uh, with that statement, I have nothing left to say. Uh <laughs> Uh, uh, Sammy, uh, A-Rod, I mean, uh, y'all got any, anything y'all want to add, any last steps?
0: Last African step? Cup this weekend starts Saturday. Check it out. African Cup is going to be on BN Sports. Check it out. It's going to be dope. Go, Morocco. Go,
1: Nigeria. <laughs> is there a, A-Rod, is there an African country that you would kind of like, you know, kind of root for a little bit? Is it Morocco?
2: I'm torn between Morocco and Nigeria, man. Both of those That's two. Cool. That's but cool, I think man. I'm leaning more towards Morocco because I'm a big hakimi fan and the emotional roller coaster I got to see Sammy on last year so all I'm gonna say breakthrough this was 97
1: this was 97 and we broke through again in 2024. Happy New Year everybody
2: that room, that, room is, that room that room is probably hot and smells like poor life decisions in there with yeah, all right, that- where where do you <laughs> find us <laughs> <laughs> oh man don't put the
1: black light in here
2: yeah you can find us on uh twitter at fair underscore weather pod you can find us on instagram facebook youtube search the fair weather podcast uh wherever you subscribe or listen to podcasts audio you can catch us there take it away where's the wisdom somebody watch the african cup
1: and super wild card weekend means super wild card uh lifestyle that we need to have in 2024 life is too short um, you know, I'm just seeing a lot of crazy shit happen with people just losing their lives over some weird things. So let's really just maximize every day and just really enjoy life while uh, this world is drastically changing. Because uh, 2024 is is, is going to be a crazy year uh, towards the end of the year because there's an election. And I feel like there's going to be like a civil war coming up. So uh, before that happens, I just want to like enjoy enjoy life. So... <laughs> Oh you do mess. you don't